Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How y'all doing? How you enjoying so, Thursday? You like Thursday? You big fan? A little later on in the hour, we will consider the war drums being banged on. In terms of uh, going after the cartels in Mexico, is this a brief blip and passions will cool? Is this a serious uh, discussion? Might it happen? And on a somewhat similar uh, note, is America ready for a major power conflict? Militarily speaking, why or why not? Really interesting stuff later on. So interesting, got kind of hot exchange yesterday in a hearing between Senator Mullen, who's a Republican from Oklahoma, and a guy who started his own business and had workers attempt to unionize, and he was questioning Teamsters General President Sean O'Brien. Teamsters, I think, the most powerful workers' union in the uh, in the country. I was certainly a, one of them. I was a Teamster briefly, and it was quite the experience. Man, if you had a complaint, and I mean, I was as lowly at a deploy as you could get. I was the grunt of grunts, but I was a teamster. And if you had a complaint, people just started shaking with concern that you were somehow unhappy about something wow. with your 
100% dental care I had with no copay, 100% health care I had with no copay. This is, I'm as a guy who stacks boxes for a living. You know, I didn't feel like I got my vacation day uh, given to me quick enough or whatever. The way people would react if you had a complaint, I thought, wow, so this is the power of being a teamster. You should have gotten a chrome grill when you had the full dental coverage. You'd be sporting it today. Yeah, it's funny. I was young at the time, and I don't think I ever even went to the dentist because I didn't need to. But 100% dental care with no copay. I should have gotten all kinds of stuff done. Exactly. Whitened, straightened, added some, subtracted some, something. Filed into fangs. I want to have 45 teeth. (laughs) Jam them in there somewhere. Wow. Anyway, so here's this senator talking to the Teamsters president in a heated verbal exchange yesterday in a Senate committee hearing focused on the right of workers to organize unions. We'll go through this, and I'll fill in any gaps if it's uh, hard to understand uh, what's happening. Here we go. I started with nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, I started below nothing. And I started growing this little plumbing company with six employees to now we have over 300 employees. And back in 2009, you guys tried to unionize me. My guys were making money. They were getting paid more than the union halls were paying their plumbers. Our benefits were better. But because we started bidding jobs that were union jobs and winning those, union pipe fitters decided they were going to come after us. They would show up at my house. They'd be leaning up against my trucks. I'm not afraid of a physical confrontation. In fact, sometimes I look forward to it. (laughs) That's not my problem. But when you're doing that to my employees, and then when when that didn't work, they started picketing our job site, saying, shame on Mullen. Shame on Mullen. For what? For what? Because we were paying higher wages? Because we had better benefits and we wasn't requiring them to pay your guys' absorbent salaries? So the fact that he said, I'm not afraid of physical confrontation, in fact, sometimes I look forward to it, uh, plays a role later in the clips. Yes, Joe? I tell you what, it's just good to see we have at least one senator who is a hard ass. (laughs) I mean, back in the day, you had to fight your way through the backwoods on horseback just to get to Washington, D.C. I think uh, the heinies of our senators were firmer. Uh, At least we got one hard ass. But how about that? Um, So he, he, he says... That he was paying his guys more than the union shops were getting paid or whatever, but they were getting the they were getting the bids from various places because their prices were lower, and uh, so the union th- th- tried to step in and organize his people, and he was against that, and he would get up in the morning and they'd be leaning against his trucks out front, which is obviously yeah. a threat. Yes, um, which is interesting. So let's hear again. So that's the senator, and we're also going to hear from Sean O'Brien, who's the Teamster president. So I say I say one thing to you: What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what job have you committed or have you, have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job other than sucking the paycheck out of some other body, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues? And no, then, we don't force them to pay Senator, you've asked the you're question. You're out of line. Let them Actually, I have no, Don't tell me I'm out of line. You are in line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. Well, you, you, you frame, don't tell me. You I'm frame, making a you frame, you Sir, frame the statement you like a tough guy. Yeah. Because you don't know you're what you're talking about. You're going to tell me to shut my mouth? Yes, I did. Hold it. Hold it. Tough guy. I'm not afraid of physical. Senator, hold it. But don't sit there and tell me I'm out of line. Senator. You made a statement. You asked the question. I didn't ask a question. You did. You did. I answered question. the question. You asked the question. 
about how well, much money. Let him answer. It was, rhetor it was a rhetorical Let, Well, question. you may think it's rhetorical. It sounded was rhetorical. to me like a question. Let him answer the question. I'm not yielding my time to him. So if you're going to let me keep my time, that's fine. You'll have your time. Let him. You ask Here's a question. question. He has so, a right to answer that. So, so that's Bern the, Bernard Sanders. Yeah, that's the communist Bernie Sanders <laughs> running the committee there because he's the uh, the chair. But so Bernard how, Sanders. Well, how about first of all the fact that the guy that is the Teamsters president sounds like if the Simpsons were going to portray a union president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're a tough guy, huh? You're a tough guy. I'm not afraid of physical conduct. And he goes to that right away. Well, the uh, yeah, the hearing was directed by Martin Scorsese, for God's sake. Oh, you're not afraid of physical confrontation, eh? Okay. Yeah, I thought, man, I hope this uh, Senator Mullen stays okay because, uh, and, and watching the video, the smile on the guy's face, to me, the way I would read it is, oh, yeah, you're not afraid of physical confrontation. We're going to find out if you're afraid. That's the way I read it. Oh, boy. And I hope that's not the case, but uh, let's roll on with this. I go back to the whole fact that Sir, you haven't created a job. We haven't? You haven't been there. You haven't. Sure we have. You haven't. Sure we have. Tell me one job that you created. What are, what are you talking about? Be specific. You're like, an employer? No, we're not an employer. people? No, but, you know, it's funny. So, no, then, we, we hold create, on. Then, then, we create opportunity. We create opportunity because we, Sir, hold, that's, that's we not, hold greedy CEOs like yourself not, accountable. You call me a greedy CEO. Oh, yeah, you are. You want to attack my salary, I'll attack yours. You're, what did ahead. you make? What did you make when you owned your company? I made my company. I kept my salary down at about uh, fifty thousand a year because I invested every penny into it. Okay, all right. You mean you hid money? No, I didn't hide. Oh, oh. hold on a second. Okay, close. he said that's out of line. You said right, I was out of line. We're even. We're, even. He's, he's, we're not even. We're not even close. To How even. about that? <sighs> How about that? Wow. That, first of all, that guy does everything but say forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in his demeanor. <laughs> Be ashamed of something happening in your Senate office. Oh, you hid money. What? Where's that come from? Wow. <laughs> wow. Is there more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll on. This is the senator. You think it's smart? You think you're funny? No, you're you, not. You think you're funny. No, I never said. I, did I smile? You frame. You frame your opening. Hold on, hold on. Let's. Uh, you frame your opening right. statement, no, saying you're a senator. Continue, this, uh, this senator. Please continue your statements. But sir, this is. A, I think. I think it's great that you're doing this because Me too. this shows their behavior on how they try to come in and no, organize I, I, a show. No, no it's and they just, say about intimidation, and it's not about intimidation. This it's they show your behavior. Yeah, stay on the issue, please. The issue is if you're really for the employee. Then why are you against right to work? Why are you against private ballots? Okay. If you're really about the employee, let the employee make the choice. I thought it was interesting that once again that uh, Teamsters president went right back to the you. You said you're not afraid of conflict. I mean, he's really hung up on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was called out uh, on his game. You know, uh, he he was he was told by the senator, "I'm not afraid of you physically." And he was desperate to communicate, you should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's what that's what I was thinking but couldn't say. That is what he was trying to communicate. Because you, you're in the, the pay of the unions. That's what he was trying to communicate, that Teamsters president. You should be afraid of physical conflict. Mm -hmm. I hope this hey, guy stays okay. Article in The Federalist a couple of days ago, Biden shoveled $36 billion in taxpayer funds to bail out Teamsters for mismanaged pensions. 
this is quite the story. It, it starts talking about the $1.7 trillion pork pie omnibus, omnibus appropriations bill that nobody read. Lost, lost in all this has been one spectacular giveaway, $100,000 per beneficiary of the central state's pension fund. The fund provides pension benefits to nearly 360,000 private sector workers and retirees, mostly Teamster union members. U.S. Representative Kevin Brady of Texas called the deal out in December, noting, quote, it was the largest private pension bailout in American history. That benefited only a tiny minority of workers. That's a quote. He suggested it resulted from the insanity, quote, of allowing those who mismanaged pensions to determine whether their funds qualified for taxpayer assistance with no safeguards. Well, so the the history of these biggest unions is, um, you know, I don't know anything about this guy. This president of the Teamsters might be a perfectly honorable, decent guy. In fact, probably is. But there, remember the United Auto Workers a few years back when the top guy turned out he was stealing from uh, from everybody and then the guy under him got put in charge and then like a week later he had to go. I mean, so many of the people at the top were stealing. This has been very common in these big unions. So they're looking out for the little guy, but they're they're also, you know, uh, skimming off the top. Um, it's always seemed pretty clear to me because I got plenty of friends that swear by unions and would hate hearing me say anything that even suggests anything anti-union. Um, but, but it's always seemed pretty clear to me that it, it can go one way or the other. Obviously, you can have these private employers that absolutely screw over workers. And in, in, unless they unionize, they got no chance at getting any decent benefits of any kind or day off or anything like that. But it also seems incredibly clear that sometimes the unions get too powerful and it screws the business to where they can't they can't um, function and make as much money as they otherwise would, which is going to benefit the employees. And when I was a Teamster working at UPS, there were people that worked there that should have been fired. They were crappy, crappy employees. They just wouldn't show up. There was a whole bunch of them that never showed up on Friday nights because they were young guys and they didn't want to work on Friday nights. But you couldn't fire them because they were wow. Teamsters. That's not good. I liked the, the uh, fact that I got free dental. I didn't like the fact that I had to work twice as hard on Friday nights because you couldn't fire those guys. According to the Federalist, uh, by the way, if the name Central States Pension Fund rings an unpleasant bell, it's because it was the vehicle created by the Teamsters president, Jimmy Hoffa, as a means of enriching himself. He used the funds to make loans to mobster friends, took kickbacks, etc., etc. How much was that bailout that you didn't hear anything about because the pension fund was tragically underfunded? Boy, I wonder how it got that way. Um... $36 billion, you could run the state of Colorado for a year on that money. The entire state budget of Colorado was gifted to this union pension fund. How about the president of the Teamsters, which is a powerful organization, immediately going to, if you were keeping your salary low, you were skimming off the top and stealing. That's something. That's a bad relationship between unions and, uh, and the employers. I would say so, yeah. And yeah. I would just well, say... it's hardball. And I would just say from an optics standpoint, try to find a guy that doesn't sound like that to be your union president. (laughs) I mean, Scorsese would say, no, that's too on the nose. I mean, we don't want to be like a parody. I don't know. I found it it to be a subtle yet uh, chilling performance. Ooh, wow. Wow, you're a tough guy. Ah, tough guy. Ah, Okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. See you in a cloakroom. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I believe it's Jack, Jack White. White. I thought that was Jack White. Yeah. And he, did you see him on Saturday Night Live the other night? He, he continues uh, to no. He continues to be what he is. Which, if you like it, is great. If I don't, if I don't, I suppose it's not. But he continues to be what he is. Exactly what he is. That same sort of uh, kooky, crazy, cool guitar music. Like uh, Navy veteran Popeye the Sailor Man. He is what he is. Exactly. I am who I am. I believe was the direct quote. I just uh, saw something that I found incredibly blanking disturbing. Okay. <sighs> Maybe later. Okay. All school assembly in a California high school talking about uh, multicultural issues. The entire school, all the children assembled to watch a drag show in the gym. And as you know, that's uh, not an option to go to those things. It's You have to go to the assembly. So they had a drag show for the assembly. Yeah. Because yeah, we exactly. got a text about this said, guys, you should check out this video from this yeah. high school. I know that's a thing around the country. What is what is it, what is it with the popularity of these drag shows? What is the point? It it is fun, it's dress up, and it indoctrinates your kids into radical queer theory. Well, I get that it, last part. Is there any other justification for it? No, absolutely not. No, I mean, they've twisted it at this uh, high school in Elk Grove, California. It's part of, uh, you know, multicultural studies. This is a culture. Men who dress and live as women and twerk uh, for children. That's a, a beautiful culture that we should study here, and your attendance at this assembly is mandatory. 
And any pushback against it is seen as hate by yeah. all, your Transphobic hatred. all your mainstream media. Which, yeah. yeah. And you're a kid, so you wouldn't know any better. My kids, I can see my kids going to that and not even mentioning it because they wouldn't know. You know just, okay, there's a bunch of guys dressed as girls dancing in a weird way for some reason. Um what the hell? Why is that happening at my school? Especially when we we should we got I got to print out these numbers and keep me in front of uh, in front of me all the time. For every time a topic like this comes up of how many kids are proficient in reading, how many kids are proficient in math, how many kids are proficient cuz the numbers are insanely low all yeah. across the country for all races for everybody incomes everything like that. You don't have time for drag shows even if they were a good idea. You better stick with the math and science, but they're not a good idea on top of it. Right. This is what government schools are teaching your children. And and any concern over that is labeled by the New York Times, generally speaking, and, you know, the WAPO or the Alphabet Networks is transphobia or right wing radio hosts who are, you know, making a big deal of it. Why the blank are government schools holding compulsory drag shows in Elk Grove, California? So freaking weird. As I said the other day, you could go, you could get in a time machine and go back ten years <laughs> and not recognize the country. Yeah, yeah, this I mean, is you, utterly unthinkable. Uh, uh, ten years, or you bring somebody from ten years ago forward, and they would say, they would look around and say, "What is going on here?" About all kinds of things. Donald Trump was president. There are drag shows in schools. I mean, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, coming up, is the uh, United States ready for a great power war? No, is the answer. A giant privacy loophole in your groovy doorbell that shows you on camera who's at your door? Huge privacy issues. Oh, really? I don't have one of those. Maybe I should. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Republican Senator Leader Mitch McDonald fell down at a restaurant last night. He's in a hospital, but there are no more details in the story. He's a man in his 80s. Of course, well, you know, well, if he's in leadership in, in the, the Capitol, yeah. of course he's in his 80s. Of course he's in his 80s. Yeah, why would you don't even need to say that. Who would be a leader that's not in their 80s? Now, I swear I'm going to have the self-discipline to talk about what we said we were going to talk about. But in the wake of that drag assembly at a California high school story, First Lady Jill Biden, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, on International Women's Day, presented a Woman of Courage Award to a biological male. Now, I'm an ideologue. I am not a partisan. <laughs> if a Democrat comes out and advocates one of the ideas I like, I'm going to say, hey, you're right. Way to go. I prefer Republicans get elected in general, but it's about the ideas for me. Having said that, if I was a Republican operative, I would be hammering this stuff in the Hispanic community and the Asian community every single day. Yeah, no, good one. Good one. Well, or, and the black yeah, community for yeah, that matter. Yep, 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 yep. As Chris Rock alluded to in his, uh, his special the other night. Yeah, and with no intent on you know hurting anybody or demonizing anybody, but you get a party on International Women's Day gives an award to a biological male who identifies as a woman. So interesting. Sarah Huckabee Sanders actually phrased it as follows. Uh, what would what do you think of her phrasing? Uh, it's International Women's Day, a good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is. Interesting. All right, moving along to what we were going to talk about. Is the U.S. ready for the era of great power conflict? Now, the great powers are definitely in conflict, but not like the throwing ordinance at each other conflict. Not yet. I hope it stays that way. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely not. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, I guess uh, last hour, hour one, I'm not sure. Um, uh, this article in the Wall Street Journal quotes uh, extensively uh, a gentleman who has risen up through the ranks. He's now a lieutenant general uh, who was uh, charged with plotting the Air Force's future. And he ran various uh, uh, simulations, war games, that sort of thing. And his response was, holy crap, if, we're, if we fight like this, we're going to lose. Talking about how Chinese missiles rained down on bases and ports the U.S. relied on the region, turning American combat aircraft and munitions into smoldering ruins in a matter of days. Wall Street Journal goes on. Can you imagine America waking up to finding out a big chunk of our best of our Navy got destroyed by the Chinese? What would that do to our psyche? Yeah. Yeah, what would that do to our will for shipbuilding and getting our uh, our, our armed forces ready? Mm. You know, that's the history of these things. You almost have to get attacked to get serious. But uh, So the lieutenant general said, I was struck by how quickly China had advanced and how our long-held doctrines about warfare were becoming obsolete. 
Five years ago, after decades fighting insurgencies in the Middle East and Central Asia, the U.S. started tackling a new era of great power competition with China and Russia. It isn't ready yet, and there are major obstacles in the way. Uh, This is good writing. Despite an annual defense budget that's risen to more than $800 billion, the shift has been delayed by a preoccupation with the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, the pursuit of big-ticket weapons that didn't pan out, internal U.S. government debates over budgets and disagreement over the urgency of the threat from Beijing, according to current and U.S. Uh, former U.S. defense officials and commanders, continuing concerns in the Mideast, especially about Iran and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, have absorbed attention and resources. Corporate consolidation within the American defense industry has left the Pentagon with fewer arms manufacturers which means less competition, less innovation, uh, tougher pricing. Shipyards are struggling to produce the submarines the Navy says it needs to counter China's larger naval fleet, and weapons designers are rushing to catch up with China and Russia in developing super-fast hypersonic missiles. Yeah, that that one bothers me. When the Washington think tank, the Center for Strategic and International Studies, ran a war game last year that simulated a Chinese amphibious attack on Taiwan, the U.S. side ran out of long-range anti-ship cruise missiles within a week. Shortage of manpower with Americans turned off by the long conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan and the disastrous withdrawal. Um, Plans to position more forces within striking range of China are still a work in progress. Etc. Uh, the the you know obviously the takeaway from this article is that we are a team that's won several championships and hasn't played a game in a very very long time and everybody's looking around and saying you know we haven't actually blocked and tackled and thrown passes on the field to play for a long time do you think we're still good or maybe uh, to extend that would be uh, so we uh, have beaten a bunch of Division two schools or. Whatever, however you want to look at it, and the uh, JV, you're like Obama calling ISIS the JV. But we haven't played a serious contender in a while. They point out in the journal, the U.S. military is still more capable than its main adversaries. The Chinese have their own obstacles in developing the capability to carry out a large-scale amphibious assault, while the weaknesses of Russians, Russia's military have been exposed in Ukraine. But a defense of Taiwan, for instance, would require U.S. forces, which are also tasked with deterring conflict in Europe and the Middle East, to operate over enormous distances and within range of China's firepower. The threat is mounting. Probably we'll ask Mike Lyons about this tomorrow. We're going to have him on to talk about a couple of things. But this is a a freaking troubling story. And I know the pushback against this sort of thing is uh, the, the companies that make all this stuff and get those that $800 billion we spent on defense goes somewhere and the companies that get all that money, um, you know, and they, they lobby people to always, uh, talk up the threat. I, I believe sure. this threat is 100% real. I mean, I, I don't have any doubt whatsoever, but that is the pushback always. Sure. Beware of the military industrial complex. Yeah. China is also developing weapons and other capabilities to destroy an opponent's satellites and it's cyber hacking presents a threat to infrastructure. Uh, the CIA, said Xi Jinping is set 2027 is a deadline for the Chinese military to be ready to carry out a Taiwan invasion, though the CIA also said Mr. Xi and the military have doubts whether Beijing could currently do so. So, I don't know, is 2027 the real goal? Don't know. Well, what kind of, what does that statement mean anyway? So their goal is 2027, but we don't know if they're currently capable of doing it. They don't know if they're, well, that's, okay. Yeah, I know. That was a weird (laughs) sentence, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. The Pentagon's annual budget for research and development has been boosted to $140 billion, an all-time high. The military is pursuing cutting-edge technology it hopes will enable the services to share targeting data uh, instantaneously so that U.S. air, land, sea, and space forces operating over thousands of miles can act in unison, which is a current uh, challenge. We as Americans have a belief. I have a belief. It's just it's been going on for so long that countries can't attack us. We can't end. We couldn't lose. We just feel that way. The way Great Britain felt leading up to the World War II. We can't lose. I mean, we dominate everybody. Have forever. And man, if all of a sudden some hypersonic missiles that our radars can't pick up blasted the hell out of a bunch of who knows what in the United States and sunk some ships. We do sunk a couple of our aircraft carriers. Can you imagine? How did that happen? Yeah, yeah, wow. And every great war is so different from the one before it in terms of the weapons and the tactics. And sure. I mean, China's working like crazy on the cyber uh, abilities, for instance. How how will that play out? Right, right. How good are we at that compared to them? We'll you know might not find well, out until it, it's it's a, ha, it, until it's go time. All of a sudden, they blast two or twenty or two hundred of our satellites out of the skies. Uh, you know, our electric grid goes down. Phone service, no good. All mm. it would take to to have chaos and fear going. You somehow knock out our internet for great chunks of the country or all the country or our cell phones. We can't text. We're so we're so used to the idea of being able to text our friends, husbands, wives, kids or whatever. All of a sudden we can't do that. And you get some news reports that China has sunk some ships. Can you imagine the panic that would ensue? Oh, my God. Great concern. Yes. Holy crap. To prepare for the future, the Marine Corps has gotten rid of its tanks and is reinventing itself as a naval infantry force that would attack Chinese ships from small islands in the western Pacific. A new Marine littoral regiment, which operates close to shore and will be equipped with anti-ship missiles, is to be based in Okinawa by 2025. All the services, and this is quite a long article. I'm not sure. Well, people get paywalled if we put it at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll I don't give know, it a try. but they should or shouldn't. It's it's pages long and goes through all the services um, and their challenges and capabilities. It's quite interesting. Speaking of the Marine Corps, how many pull-ups can you do? How many pull-ups Me? could you do at your best? Michael, how many pull-ups could you do at your best? I think I could do three. Okay. Hanson, you're, uh, you're a super stud. How many pull-ups could you do at your best? Fifteen. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't remember. It wasn't that many. Of course. No, no me neither. My best description of of my body throughout my whole life was I was built like a third baseman and I played third base. I was thick. I was not because it was always the skinny kids. We're not looking for excuses. Just how many pull-ups? It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. I'll I'll knock you down and I'll put your lights out, but I can't do a lot of (laughs) pull-ups. Well, it's just a question about pull-ups. So you were husky is what you were saying. I I was a husky lad, Michael. I, I think I could maybe do five at some point. Um, anyway, so it came up at at my house because the Marine recruiters were at my son's school. They were at the high school. And anyway, he's in middle school and somehow there was some pull-up thing going on out in the yard and they're making some sort of point about that. But anyway, so we got on the conversation of pull-ups and uh, I started Googling around and stuff like that. And, um, uh, most men can't do very many, like the average for most men, even like when you're young and in shape is like three to eight. Yeah, well, I'm probably below that average. Of well, course, this point you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an older man at this point. 
Uh, my brain is a lot more valuable than my guns. <laughs> well, nobody's challenging to a pull-up contest at this point you're, in your life. You, you seem to be. You seem to be. You're like that Teamsters boss. Well, actually, my oh, you you think you can do pull-ups, huh? Well, actually, my point was that it is that it is a a measuring stick of some sort, and most most men never could do very many. I just I don't think that that's. You know, don't be ashamed of your low pull-up number. Most men can't. Like, practically nobody can. Hanson's the acceptance because he, exception because he's a stud. But, uh, yes. um, yeah. I don't know how, you know, is there a number you have to do to be in the Marines? I don't know. I don't have the slightest idea. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, but they wouldn't have me back in the day, and they wouldn't have me now. So, uh, it reminds me of something I read. It made a huge impression on me. I think I was a teenager. Um, the difference between average and normal. Hmm. And at the time, they pointed out that the average American man could not run a mile. A normal man absolutely could in under a certain amount of time. And that, you know, physically speaking, we become uh, flabby and lazy and uh, ill health and the rest of it. So a person should be average shooting... and normal do not mean the same thing. So a person should be shooting for normal, not average. Yeah, whatever. You know, however you want to. I understand different people will define the term differently. But, yeah, don't don't settle for average. I mean, unless you're sucky at something, maybe then average would be something to shoot for. I don't know. There's a profile of Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Atlantic written by Mark Leibovich that's getting a fair amount of attention. Yes. We have, uh, we know Arnold a little bit. We've uh, said unkind things about him through the years. But what? Still an interesting yeah. just thought about <laughs> aging and, uh, and one of the great American stories in American history, really. So uh, we'll get to that at some point, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Show. St. Patrick's Day Dairy Queen is offering its new Under the Rainbow Shake, which features vanilla soft serve and multicolored sprinkles. And Arby's is honoring St. Patty's Day by driving all the snakes out of the kitchen. Wow! Wow! <laughs> what is what? What did they do to the late night comedians I at don't Arby's? No, they're just wrong. They're just wrong. I like the jokes, but you got to pick. A sketchy fast food outlet. And Arby's is not one. No, indeed. <laughs> Just <laughs> drive the as, snakes out of the kitchen. <laughs> as brave defenders of Arby's, they really ought to be advertising with us. Arby's, yeah. you make the next move, huh? We you have the meats. Got the meats. You have the meats. We have the listeners. Come on, let's get together. <laughs> Are you aware of this? Have you seen this? Do you know about this? You uh, ring doorbell owners and, and that sort of thing? The last week... Uh, Do you the have week one of last... these? Do you have a ring doorbell? I rock uh, Simply Safe, of course, beloved sponsor of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, the week of last Thanksgiving, Michael Larkin, a business owner in Hamilton, Ohio, picked up his phone, answered a call. It was the local cops. They wanted footage from his front door camera. He had a ring doorbell. More than 10 million people do in America. Uh, his doorbell was among 21 ring cameras in and around his home and business, picking up footage of himself, his neighbors, customers, anyone else near his house. Police said they were conducting a drug-related investigation on a neighbor, and they wanted videos of suspicious activities between seven and 5 and 7 p.m. one night in October. He cooperated, sent clips of a car that drove by his ring camera more than 12 times in that time frame. He thought, that's okay, that's fine, I cooperate, I'm a good citizen, but that was just the beginning. The police asked for more footage, now from the entire day's worth of records. And a week later, he received a, received a notice from Ring itself. The company had received a warrant signed by a local judge. The notice informed him it was obligated to send footage from more than 20 cameras, whether or not he was willing to share it himself. And as networked home surveillance cameras become more popular, Larkin's case, which had not previously been reported, illustrated a growing collision between the law and people's expectation of privacy for a device they own. Questions of who owns your home security footage, who can access it, nobody's quite sure. Um, now, as San Francisco was the first city, I remember we talked about this last year, first city to make it a law that businesses had to turn over their security camera footage if the police wanted it. So does this apply to, I keep talking about uh, my car because uh, the, the, the Teslas have the cameras all the way around and it records everything all the time. And mm -hmm. are they going to do the same thing for cars? So if a crime occurred out there, every single car would have to turn over their, their footage. Yeah, I, I guess so. It, it depends on who owns the footage. Apparently in this, Ring does. Well, in, in San Francisco, they just, I don't think it had anything to do with the company it just they just made it a law you have to you have to turn over your footage said senator ed markey d of mass they're part of an ever-expanding web of surveillance in communities yeah. across america i've been ringing alarms about this company's threats to our privacy and civil liberties for years oh this is screaming toward us once there's a camera on every business and home and doorbell and then every car which will soon be true. Within 10 years, every car is going to have the same cameras that are on my car. Um, th there will be, You won't be able to walk anywhere without being, unless you're in a really rural area. But if you're in a city, you wouldn't be able to walk anywhere without having like eight cameras at a time videoing where you're going. It's going to be weird, man. Let's see. It already Said is this, weird. Uh, 
said this civil rights attorney, I think that's what he is. If you think about a search of a home, you're limited to the physical space that's inside the home and what can be held there. But in a warrant for electronic data, the account may have nearly unlimited amounts of data associated with it. We've seen courts struggle with how to limit these warrants. Yeah. Huh. How do they do it in Europe? I wonder if it's similar to the way your information belongs to you. That's the default. And yeah. uh, then it's a struggle if some company wants to get it from you. Uh, can we do the same thing in the United States where all this video footage belongs to you and it doesn't belong to the government? Or are we going to go where it's uh, no, it's 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 public stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I certainly hope it's in the direction of privacy. But so here's how it unfolded in in real life with this dude. After sending the initial footage, Mr. Larkin started to find the police demands onerous. He sent one asking for all the footage from October 25th. That was a far bigger ask, he said. He said he has five cameras surrounding his house, which record in five to 15-second bursts whenever they're activating. Yep. Three inside his house, as well as 13 inside the store he owns, all connected to the Ring account. He uh, said his main concern at first was practical. Each clip, even if it were only five seconds long, would take up to a minute to download and send over. And there were dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens. After he stopped cooperating, he didn't hear from the detective again until he received an email from Ring notifying him that his account was the subject of a warrant from the police department. They were turning everything over. That's interesting. Most people are not aware of that yeah yeah where will this go i do not know are we going to bomb mexico lindsey graham kind of hinting senator lindsey graham that maybe we should treat mexico like we do other lawless countries if, if there's a malevolent organization hurting americans in that space we ought to go get them we'll be talking more about that if you miss an hour get the podcast armstrong and getty on demand armstrong and getty Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. Slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.